Once upon a time, many years ago, Josh introduced me to Star Trek, and I was forever changed <laughs> as an individual. <laughs> I have never been the same. I didn't realize, honestly, that like I introduced you to that. Like, totally. I thought like you would watch that before, or you kind of like... <laughs> you got the whole family stuck on it, and... My dad's favorite was actually uh, Voyager because there's more action involved with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh and I were able to relive our nostalgia days with many other Star Trek fans around the world when Star Trek Picard kind of came out a few years ago and they just had their series finale. So this may kind of say when we recorded this episode. However, there's a really big tonal difference about how this went versus more recent things. So uh, that, a vague way of saying launch out onto the loop with us. We talk about the tone of the future kind of through the lens of Star Trek episodes and things, today on Curiosity Continuum. Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Brian. Welcome to the podcast for Curiosity Continuum. Curiosity Continuum is an industry-innovating, non-traditional company passionate about growing wisdom in the next generation. We are the essential bridge between the analog and digital worlds by building collaborative communities that unleash the power of adaptive expertise and innovation needed to thrive in the 21st century. We combine and mix essential elements needed to empower people to succeed in new ways not possible outside of a creative, thoughtful, diverse community of fellow curious people. Follow us on your favorite podcast app to receive notifications of the new content. As Brian said, why would you not want to? You know, if you like what you hear and you want to dive deeper, please visit us at curiosityteam.com. Thanks for tuning in and let's start the conversation. Star Trek. Oh, man, it's good stuff. I know I'm probably like dividing the listenership <laughs> right now as I say that phrase. Well, I, I think we we can both agree that like Star Trek is good. In, in its in its own way, and I think most people would agree it's good if they like if they like Star Trek. Now, if they don't, they might be the Star Wars people. Uh, I'm the Star Wars Star Trek person. I love both for their what they are. But this is not that episode. <laughs> We're not talking episode. something totally else. What I want to kind of focus on is this. So. When I first got introduced to anything Star Trek, it was the next generation, right? This was started sure. in 1987, I believe. Yes. And this was Patrick Stewart and Jonathan Frakes and Marina Sirtis and all the folks, Brent Spiner. You can go back on Wikipedia if you're not familiar with it and kind of see. At that era of Star Trek, it became more um, character driven in terms of like how it kind of unfolded. It was less visceral feeling than the first Star Trek, which I didn't learn until later. I want to point this out because this era of Star Trek was actually about 20 years after Gene Roddenberry had created the first Star Trek. There had been other movies, like with Captain Kirk and Spock, which you probably know those names, whether you like Star Trek or not. This was a little bit different tonally, and it was much more like, I almost want to say optimistic, it's like, well, of course the world is this way. Of course the, well, I guess the known universe is this way. And um, meaning, like, it was more positive. There was more, you know, there's still peril and things. Ah, I'm going to fast forward. So when we now kind of go forward to a lot of dystopian future things, right? Right. 
things aren't right. There's really big problems. Yeah. There's Cor- all corporations kind of- rule the world and you know, <laughs> capitalistic society has gone out of control or uh, you know, we created an AI that's going to kill us all, which still might actually happen, but we just don't know. <laughs> Stay tuned. So, folks. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the stuff, the sci-fi things, especially in recent years, have gone toward dystopian. Like it's bad, and if you think it's bad now, it's going to get worse. It's going to it gets worse before it gets worse. Is what the <laughs> title should be. <laughs> Star Trek, <laughs> in recent years. Took own like different ownerships. So Gene Roddenberry passed away, I believe, it was in the nineties, nineteen ninety two. Okay, see, Josh knows these things, folks. So this is why he's on this <laughs> podcast <laughs> to give these facts. Um, besides other reasons, of course. Gene Roddenberry passed away, and what that meant was that there was the the influence of him originally, and it's not like he was like the he was without his own issues, but he was the originator of it. In recent years, there's other people that have carried that torch forward, and they've had a different spin on it. Yep. And I want to correct one thing. It was 1991 when he died, but it was late in the year. Okay. So I, I, was, I'm, I have to be forgiven, you know. <laughs> <laughs> people took that, and they said, what else could we do with this idea? Right. This is something that Josh and I are very familiar with when we take an idea and, like, what else could it be? And we iterate. Right? Star Trek Picard, because it was based on the next generation characters, especially in the final season, there are three seasons of this thing, it was kind of a return to form. And it became almost refreshing because it hit right nostalgia triggers, of course. Yep, in a good way. But it was a positive view of the future. Even though there was peril and there was evil and things. And I really want to talk about that because... There's not as many instances of that left, especially like represented in movies or TV. Take it, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think what you're saying is that you want to talk about why, when we look forward, are we seeing this, like these dystopian views seem to resonate more instead of why don't we think of the best of people? And that maybe it might actually get better. Now, if, you, if you're if you into Star Trek and you're really into, like, the next generation timeline and all that, if you, fe- it's, it's 80 years, roughly, it's actually a little earlier than that, but after Kirk and Spock, right? So there was actually a time before Kirk and Spock where, like, the world was way worse than it is now. Like, they had a World War III uh, nuclear nuclear war where it killed a whole bunch of people and through that humanity kind of you know there was famine starvation for years and then about a hundred years of that and people kind of emerged and said you know what there's got to be a better way of doing things so that's where Star Trek kind of became this we don't need money we're all kind of just working for the betterment of people right and so I think that the big conversation is, and what Brian's alluding to, is why do we resonate more with the stories of hardship rather than, oh, it's getting better. And I I firmly believe it's because we're on the back end of it being good, 
better, worse. We're like right where we feel. Like I think a lot of people feel it maybe is hard right now. Now, that's because we're in the midst of a really seismic change. And the hard the hardship happens before the change. And that's what people need to understand is that because everyone is grappling with the the ideas, the physicalities of all this changing, that this is the problem. But after it happens and everyone accepts it, well, then the change just happens. And I think that's where Star Trek is. Star Trek is after the change. It's already happened. People accepted it. Yep, this is our world now. Everything is good. However, right now, we're on the before times of that. We're in the the cycles of history where we're kind of in... uh, There's a book called The Fourth Turning. Now, look, it's an interesting book. I never finished it. But it's very interesting to talk about something called the saculum, which is a Roman term for, like, basically a long human life. And what this book does is it actually kind of uh, analyzes the cycles of civilizations through about a hundred-year cycle, where we are in this thing. And it's really interesting to watch, like, how these civilizations kind of parade through stuff. Because that kind of mirrors some of the things that start to appear, like, in movies or television or, or media that we see. We are kind of in like this winter phase right now. We're about ready to come into the spring where we're going to see like the new heroes and the new people start to emerge. And that's important. Why? Because it's never going to stay the winter. There's a great line from uh, Dark Knight where the line is like, you know, it's always darkest right before the dawn. (laughs) Now, technically that's not terribly true because the sun actually starts to rise like, (laughs) so it never, you know, It'll become lighter before I think what they're talking about more is it's always cold, the coldest before the light. Yes. And that's true (laughs) because it's been darkest the longest. What I need to point out, and I I mean no uh, minimization of anybody's suffering in any way, but there's so much suffering. Like suffering actually has an end. Like evil has an end. Like it can only get so bad before like you die. And yeah, I, that sounds yeah. very morbid. Right. It gets it worse really, before it gets worse. That's the right. reality. Is like it only can get so bad. Now let's bounce it. So now we're going to bounce and say Josh said the change in Star Trek happened prior and now we're in this phase of good. Right. Goodness has no end. No, like, and it keeps how much going. <laughs> it keeps going and it's like how much better could this get? It's like just wait, there's more. Now, you know me, I'm not necessarily like the, the perpetual optimist <laughs> in life, but what I, what I am is like when you start to see that, you go, oh, it makes you realize that for evil and suffering, there is an end to something, right? There's more upside to good. It's really like evil is like the absence of good. You know, like, and it's, like, it's almost like absolute cold or absolute zero, I should say. That means that there's like no heat. There's no activity. Right. There's only right. so cold you get before it's absolute cold, like it's or absolute zero. Right. But there's not an absolute hot. Right. Keep this in mind when you're looking at media, or looking at things like, is it trying to basically say like, like we're trying to get it as cold as possible? Or are you exploring some of the good things? Like, I think it's important to consider suffering, especially in the human condition, to wax philosophical for Absolutely. a moment. Absolutely. Yep. But 
I do believe that Star Trek, what it did for me, especially in this season where there's been a lot of tough stuff for everybody, it was like, man, this is like a return to form where it, there's hope. Yeah, it acknowledges the bad, but celebrates the good. My challenge is have you celebrated the good? I'm talking to myself as I say that. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> I think, I, I think honestly, because humans were hardwired for the bad because we don't, an easy victory, we don't learn anything, but we learn something from the bad. So that's what this is about, learning from the bad. Like, if you think we're in a bad place, like, even not bad, but just hard, what are we learning from this? Even if you think that the world is the best it's ever been right now and your life is the best it's ever been, it can always get better. I like that uh, Pedro Pascal like in Wonder Woman 2 when he's like, your life is good, but it could be better. That's this. It's good, but how can it get better? And I want to riff on Pedro Pascal for a minute. Honestly, I didn't know who this guy was <laughs> until Mandalorian, until right. Last of Us. And he's excellent. Yeah, he's a great um, there's actor. An article, <clears throat> there's an article that came out like he thought it was never going to happen for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in his late 40s. Now he's and 50, he's had other. I think he's 52. He's had other roles. Absolutely. You know, has had. And so he's worked, but was there ever like that breakthrough moment? No. And look, I'll be honest, folks. The older I get, the more I'm like, so what does this breakthrough look like now? Um, and I'm always one of those people that will probably never be happy with the accomplishments I've done. I'm always scratching some itch to go conquer something else, right? Sure. But have you put a timer on yourself to say, well, I passed 21 years old. I guess there's no future for me <laughs> of like ever breaking through. There's plenty of instances. Josh sent me this meme where this guy had reinvented himself three times after the age of 37 to yeah. be able to like have three different careers. And Grandma Moses didn't start painting till way into her life. And nobody remembers that, like, boy, you know, we didn't know who Grandma Moses was for the first, like, what, 80 years of her life? Nobody I says mean, that. I mean, a modern example is, you know, Rodney Dangerfield. He did not become popular till he was his late 50s. He didn't actually break out of, like, doing, he had another job and was working bars on the weekend and doing open mic nights until he got found. And I really feel that, like, this greatness that we feel that it is around us it just needs to be kind of brushed off you know brush off your greatness folks don't be discouraged that it hasn't happened you don't know when it's going to happen that's not necessarily in our control and if you try to force it everybody's going to know right be encouraged that as bad as it's going to be right and Acknowledging the suffering that we're all personally going through, whatever it may be, whether it's known or not known. Know that there is hope and that there is an upside. And as silly as it may be that Star Trek represented, it doesn't have to be always be bad. There is a turnaround of something that could be good. Yeah. Look for the good. Absolutely. That's, That's what I agree. Let's just put a comma there, huh, Brian? Until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum.